0: Kevin Campbell and you're listening to Chewing the Cud with the Irish Toffees come on you Blues
1: welcome along folks next episode of Chewing the Cud and today we're going to look back at another damaging defeat midweek against Newcastle and look forward to it. Kind of what every game has become but this is kind of must win tomorrow against the Leeds uh, joined just today by Richie and Colly afternoon boys sorry lads things, things. I'd say I'll go, but it's just going back. Actually, I just want to give a mention. Uh, a few people have messages during the week. Uh, congratulating us last week on the positivity in the podcast. Well, lads, buckle up because today it's not going to be one of those positive podcasts. Um. All right, let's get in. Like I said earlier, it's just going to be like a plaster. Just, just pull it off as quick as you can. Just get it out of right? Um. Now what? Up to up to one 0 We played actually okay. I thought like first ten, maybe even twenty minutes, we we played well. Not not in control of the game, but like we, we played very well and Newcastle they were hoping to puff them, but went one nil up I said, this is it, last kick on and then Everton doing Everton on Everton. Just went backwards.
2: To, that's putting it very mindly, yeah, I think uh to say that a week is a long time in football was never so evident as it is this week. You know we were coming in and the, to what well, on what we've kind of happened with the build up to, to the game last weekend, a brilliant results, and then you get two days to enjoy it and you're back into a really big game, and you could tell the start of the game, I thought there was a lot of nerves, you know it was it was kind of frantic, it was end to end, but you know, we, we were well in the game. I think the injuries really cost us that first mm. half an hour, but it's saying that we got our break, you know, we got a, we got our lucky break and we got our goal and it's so, so calamitous to lose concentration within 60 seconds and to give the ball away and to just gift a goal back. And you're not only just losing the the initiative that you've gained, you're, you're probably doubling it and tripling it. It gives them such a lift. It gives the fans a lift. And look, the atmosphere there the other night was was incredible. You know, it was easy for their players to keep going and everything. But that was our job. Kill that game till half time, Put them in the back foot and just, just see it out till, till halftime. That's all we had to do and make them chase it. And we couldn't do it for, for, for 90 seconds. It's just so, so disappointing. Uh, after that we we weren't in the game I felt I felt we got bullied and we got bossed around the place and we didn't have an answer to their hunger um, and I think nerves are starting to show within the squad I don't think that there's le- enough leaders within it to really knuckle down and to put in a performance and to drag fellas through you know and they, Newcastle seem to be more up for it and if we're not up for these type of games it's it's worrying you know because it's not make or break. There's a long way to go in the season, but we need to start putting the points on the board because it's another game. It's one win in fifteen or whatever it is, and that's just not good enough. And whether there's a new manager or who's in charge, it's the when the boys cross the white line, they have to they have to put in a performance. And they didn't seem to have the fight in him the other night, and that's what worries me about it.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, Carl. Like again, I hate picking out individuals, but like like. I just have three written down here, and they were, especially two starters, Hogan and Gomez, they were just so awful. Uh, I mean, it was just, like I said, up to that 10, 15 minute, 20 minute mark even, uh, it was, fr- like Rich said, it was frantic, but we, we weren't panicky, we weren't, you know, losing ourselves, we were, we were kind of in the game, but then, once I went to one all, they just, nobody wanted the ball simple passes were going astray but how getting Gomez they were just two of the worst ones I thought they were just all over the shop
0: yeah um, you know Richie mentioned last Saturday and, and the great win in the FA Cup and the guy gave Gomez my man of the match in that game Yeah, and then two or three days later he, he puts in a performance like that so he's not Gomez isn't a consistent player obviously that, that that's obvious and, and Holgate—it's very hard to, to understand or to uh, analyze Holgate's game because, again, some days you could have a super Holgate, and you know, was it eighteen months ago, two years ago? He's one of the players of the season for us, you know, that kind of way. Um, but general if if I can just slightly just go off track for a bit, Joe. The general feeling on the game was, um, look hindsight's a great thing, and I know that, but I think. I would have preferred to see Algazi coming on for Bray because we were got knocked out of the shape with Uh he, he seemed to drift more into the middle, so the exposed towns end out on one side. I think I would have preferred to put Algazi in. He's a, a natural winger, as such. Mina, yeah, Mina's a great centre backer, probably our best centre back when he's on the pitch, job, but he's not on the pitch enough. So, mm. look. Uh, Make our own conclusions to that. The, the,
1: news, the news today, obviously, now he's gone for eight to ten weeks.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I don't think we're going to see him again, Joe, in a blue jersey. I, I'd be very surprised if he starts the season with us next year, to be honest with you. um, We got bullied by St. Maxman. Um, I, I think if he wasn't on the pitch, I think Newcastle would struggle. And it was like fourth first game of the season for them. They had so many new players in the squad. They had their new Brazilian, you know, the most expensive player on the bench they were going to see him the crowd were up for it and, and you know it, if we were to get the same reaction in Goodison with the crowd in Goodison it would lift any team you know the kind mm-hmm. of way so we are yeah, I like, don't like saying this but the likes of Michael Keane is definitely a confidence player Joe and I just always feel that if a crowd gets on his back or starts you know intimidating him let's say that he can't handle it and um, this leads to a number of mistakes but we're in a, a, a sorry p- position at a, a centre back area where we've only three left um, and two of the main centre halves are out injured so I thought we did well initially we got we got our noses ahead and then everything being everything as two of you guys have already said we could see another goal and Lampard uh, said it in this post match pressure that the heads dropped and once them heads dropped, there's no one there to, to, to drag the team up, and uh, there's no one, you know, like a, a Phil Neville almost, the, the, you know, G, mm. and we don't have that. Um, we just we don't seem to have that sort of player, which is worrying given our position at the moment. Um, we do need to start picking up points, and hope and I I personally think that will come tomorrow. We'll start picking up points tomorrow, but you can't say we we, we deserve anything from the Newcastle game. Um Saint Maximum just destroyed us. And I think in fairness, the way he played you don't know he would have destroyed any team. He's just one of them players, he just can't you know, he could stink the place out one day and uh, on another day he 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 could have a worldly like he did the other day and, and and he 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 terrorized us, you know, the kind of way and you know Seamus not blaming Shameless, Seamus was, was was kinda beaten time and time again but by him but it's not the end of the world it is a disappointing defeat and it's a disappointing display or certainly after we conceded the goal, the fourth goal, it was disappointing. But we need, genuinely need to pick ourselves up now and, and go into tomorrow's game with Goodison Park rocking um, because although tomorrow again, there's not a be-all and end-all, there's still, what, 16, 17 games left. We have to start picking up points sooner rather than later and, and you know, tomorrow will be ideal given the other fixtures are on tomorrow as well. So, Disappointing, Joe How many times have you said that this season um, I think you and I have, have said it umpteen podcasts all we want players to do is work hard and don't hide. it you know leave everything out on the pitch and let's hope they can do that tomorrow
1: yeah, but The thing that got me the other night Rich, was just the, the lack of composure from everybody I mean just like I said simple small passes and, and there's he said before we started that uh part obviously said to them we want to try play off from the back, but you can't play off from the back when lads can't play simple five-year passes. I mean, the amount of times the ball was given away by the centre backs or the full backs, just simple little pass into midfield. And it was straight on Newcastle players. So we're on the back foot already. It's, it's just but It was the amount of times it happened, it was just repeat, repeat, repeat
2: yeah i i think there's a style that's trying to be implemented and it takes time you know and obviously he's going to stick with it and that's what we just need to it, it he, he's not going to change that but i think that you know you look back to the first game against brentford and they weren't afraid to go long when they needed to go long you know i think pickford went long 25 times against Brentford. Against Brentford, you know, so it's not that everything has to. So they have to be able to know when it's okay to go along. Know when there's, know when there's nothing on. Basically, I think a bit of credit needs to go to Newcastle because they just hounded us. You know, yeah. Um, they hounded from the front. They hounded in midfield, and they just didn't let us get on the ball, and they didn't allow us to settle. And I think for an away side, that's that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. You don't want those growing into a game where we can kind of start dictating it. And you, you got to give them credit for that. And they kept that up for the whole, the whole game. You know, they controlled the tempo once they, once they got back into it, you know, once it got to 1-1, they controlled the tempo and they, and as I said earlier, they bullied us, you know, and we had no answer to, to we're not good enough to ping the ball around and to, and, and to make them chase us. And it was just too easy for them. They knew just kind of just press up, get up behind them and, we'll turn it over or whatever it was, you know, or we'll, or we'll misplace the pass because they'll see someone chasing the space. And we did it time and time again. And it's, it's very frustrating to watch, but on the same side, if you, if you play out like we did on for our fourth goal on Saturday, you know, you string passes and it's, it's confidence. I think a lot of it is confidence because, you know, I don't know. So you can do, you can play it, they can do it, but I think pressure moments and and more important games you're not let do it so it's right times and everything I think in the game as well we it's not an excuse by any means we weren't good enough we didn't deserve anything but we we got no breaks Hmm. you know you lose the Mary Gray after 25 minutes. Five minutes later, John Joe Shelby gets a yellow when I think he should have got a red.
1: That was, that was a straight red on, on, on Anthony Gordon. Like it was a scissor tackle and he could have done the chap serious, serious damage. It was a very similar tackle to what Pickford was based
2: at for, for months last year, where he came yeah. in with either side and not a peep about it on anything since. You know. Um, so I guess that's allowed you know, uh, then you lose Mina. There was another tackle later on. Fabian Shar came through as the last man, maybe not a red, but again, sometimes you, you get the breaks and we just didn't get, we didn't get anything, but it's not an excuse, but you just kind of feel like when stuff isn't going your way, that nothing goes your way and it just turns into free fall, you know? Mm. Um, and it, And it's very hard, you know, because your confidence goes and your belief goes and it's, it's just really hard and, they're professionals they should be able to kind of overcome it and uh, focus on the job at hand but I think I think they're really really fragile now
1: yeah just on the style of the play call, uh, I, watching Frank's um, press conference today uh, he kind of said as well that like he has the style he wants but maybe it's just the time to do that later on like we need we need points on the board now so uh, like Richie said as well we mixed up with against Brentford but we just didn't mix it up against Newcastle when it was crying out for something different we just kept saying do the same thing all the time and it just wasn't working so maybe need to have two or three styles of play
0: Yeah possibly that comes down to confidence as well and, and the lower your confidence goes the the, the the you know you're not willing to take them chances maybe Joe you know um, I, I tend to agree with you um, given given their our lack of numbers now uh, going forward for the next couple of weeks, uh, I, I, I suggest we may see some queer uh, formations lined up all right. Um, I think he'll go to a, back, a flat back four personally tomorrow, but then look, you just don't know, you know, the kind of way. Um, he's had a week with them, well, well, not even a week, but he's had a bit more training with them this week, so. You just hope that that, that they're ready and, and and they're up for the fight tomorrow, Joe. You know the kind of way because again we we said it umpteen times in this It's so one game at a time now, you know, um, mm-hmm. and and that's all we can do. And I don't know what what formation you guys think he's going to go with tomorrow. Percy I think he's going to go four two three one to start off with, but you know he could go he could go back to the the three at the back and. You know, i seen, I read an article where Gabamon was mentioned as a possible centre back. You know, I think that's a massive risk, but, you know, we're in a situation now. Do you, do you take risks? I don't, I don't know. I'd love to know what you guys think in relation
1: to formation tomorrow. I, I think it depends on uh, if Cavalier Lunas If he's fit, I would go 4 5 1, to be honest, because at least he's an out ball where I know, saying like, mix it up, style of play and go long. But there's no point going long all the time but it's only come back from a Charleston. He's not going to win too many balls in the air. So if, if Cavaloon is fit and he starts, I'd go four five one 5 one because, I mean, if Newcastle were all over, Leeds, are going to be like absolute ants. I mean, I think they're the highest work rate personally in in the league. They just go non-stop, non-stop for 90 minutes. So we have to match that. If we can't match it, we need to get the ball out there, out of trouble. So if, if Carver is fit, I'll go 4 5 1. Uh, if he's not, then it could be anything. It really could. I don't know about yourself, Rich.
2: I don't know. I'm not overly kind of worried about formations. I don't think too much on it simply because they're, they change so much throughout the game. I think there's always a lot of fluidity in possession, out mm. of possession, and you can never. Really pinned down at any stage, and players will drop into into positions and they'll hold there for a few minutes and stuff. So, I think once you have a basic setup, I think kali's probably right four two three one suits what we have available if Dom is available and it allows you to get your so called better players on, on onto the field, which is what which, which is what you want. I'd just be worried about say your cover, you know, that on on the left side if we don't have a natural left back, you know, that it's 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 pretty open there, you know, with. Just with a with a two and a three in front, and probably as you said, maybe having having a left sided player, whether it's part of a four, part of a five, gives that extra little bit of protection. But I really don't know. And a bottom line is, it comes down to what's available, and we're it's we're struggling at centre half or non-existent at left back, so it'll be really, really interesting, you know, because we don't have a left back, will he go with three? Will it force his hand to go three at the back again, given we have three centre-halves? Um, I really don't know. I really don't know. But I, I, it doesn't bother me kind of what way. It's more how they implement it. I don't care how they how, how they line up, you know. Um, so it will be really interesting. It will be really interesting to see the way the way he goes about it because... You know, you know what you're gonna get from Leeds, as you said. And it's it's just been able to match that and to be able to to be prepared for it. But you know, from what I think there's a lot of noise being made around kind of the day tomorrow again that it's trying to create a a cauldron atmosphere and make it tough for them. And that's what we gotta do, but it's gotta be both sides. It's gotta be in the stands and it's gotta be on the field from from minute one. Um it'll be as it's, I think it's just Leeds work rate. You know, we've we've had good games with them in the since they come back up, but um, we've never really, really matched them. You know, you think about earlier this season as well, we probably should have beaten them in that game, you know. Dom missed, Dom missed two chances, and you and, and you look back now and you kind of wonder, you know, if you're taking these chances, would we be in the same scenario? But we we both are where we are. I didn't think either teams would be in this position. So you know it's it just gets bigger and bigger, kind of the more you look at it, being with them being so close to us, and that we can kind of reel them in with a game in hand as well. So I'd like to say I'm looking forward to it. I'm not.
1: <laughs> 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 you
2: know, I wish it was over. I'm not really looking forward to it at all. So look, we'll just see what happens. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. That's just a, a good point there as well. how we're struggling. I oh, know center half uh Godfrey, but we're struggling on the left side, uh back and forward. Um Obviously, Mikolenko was out again. I think someone said during the week, I wasn't confirmed that he has COVID. Hasn't been confirmed in the press conference today, but he's he's out again. So, um, left side, you're looking... If Dom is fit, maybe Richardson can, can slot onto that the left-hand side. Uh, but if if he's not, you're looking at probably uh, Townsend again, slotting in there, and maybe... You might say, yeah, guys, you start.
0: Uh, just before we started recording, uh, I know... Calvert Lewin put out an Instagram post talking about we need to we need to make you guys happy tomorrow. And mm. um, just going on that alone, I think Dan will start tomorrow. He's trained all week with the the first team squad, so I'd be very surprised if he doesn't start Joe, uh, which would lead me to believe then Richie goes back out onto his left hand side. In regards to the left full area, look, you know, you said about Townsend, a natural left footer. Townsend's a good pro. I don't think he'd let you down, but look at the end of the day, he's not left back either. Um, you then put, Seamus, <clears throat> which he's played over on the left before for the club, and bring young Patterson in. But <clears throat> just going on the presser earlier on, I don't know whether you guys seen it. I just got the impression Lampard wasn't too maybe offay with, with Patterson or
2: yeah, Maybe he yeah. hasn't.
0: He just doesn't feel he's ready for it yet. Um, but then how do you get players ready for it unless you play them? Is the other side of that coin, but um, yeah, it's it's a shame because I watched what sixty minutes he played in the twenty and, and I know it's a totally different, you know, level. But I thought he done quite well, and he was very, very energetic, up and down, up and down, up and down. So it's unfortunate that he he just doesn't feel he's ready at the moment. Um, but I I can see a front trade of of Gordon He can't drop Gordon, Joe. Uh, no, Gordon's probably no. uh, out of everyone. Do that know uh, he's probably the most level-headed player on the pitch for us, I'm talking about. Um, I could see Gordon, uh, Richie and uh, Dombo. Obviously, St. Maximum tore us another one The last night we played, and Dave Rafina, who's scored his his goals against us in the past. Now, speaking to a number of friends of mine who are lead supporters, he, they said he stunk the place out against Villa, but... Not, I don't think he's fully fit,
1: Cole, to be honest. He's, he's oh, not is he long not? back. No, he's not long back after oh, really? uh, he's he's been you out get, for a few weeks. So you get to hatch again against us on Saturday, isn't it? Ah, yeah, uh, it's like you said, similar to St. Max, If if you kind of keep keep him quiet, that's that's half the battle, I think. But then again, you can't throw all your eggs no, into one basket no, uh, because they, they have Leeds yeah. have like all over. Harrison on the other side is another player, even Dan mm. James. He just runs all day.
0: He played down the middle for them, which I found interesting, almost like a false nine. Mm. The one of the lads uh, from work, um, yesterday about it, he said he dropped in and out and the the Villa centre defenders couldn't handle him because he didn't know where he was going, if you know Mm. what I mean. He kept. So I'm sure Keane and Holgate, because I still think they need the two back uh, centre-backs, will have a field of a, a whale of a time with him. But we need to just concentrate on our own game, Joe. Um, we should potentially ha- have enough going forward for us to win that game tomorrow. Because I, 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 there was for me against Newcastle. I don't know what you guys thought. I thought Van uh, Van der Beek when he came on played really well. Some nice mm. touches, yeah. uh, some nice passes. Uh, you know, so I'd, I, I'd love to see him starting tomorrow. But to start him and Ali for me, it's in it's in the middle three and, and leave Alan as the sitter. Um. Yeah. So we, we potentially have five very good forward-thinking players on the pitch, so we should have enough. But it's just that defence that, you know, we've said this time and time again, the ball goes into air area and there's a squeaky boom time, you know, the kind of way mm-hmm. you just don't know where it's going to end up. Um, but look, all we can do is hope and, and, and the lads get their heads together tomorrow and, and because they're well capable of, of beating the Leeds team. Yeah, Leeds are... Uh, energetic and they run and run and run. But we've beaten them over the last couple of seasons here or there. I think we bet them down in their place last year. They beat us in goodison. So it's not beyond the rounds of possibility. Um but that's you know, just as I said to you earlier on, once the players work hard and don't hide on the pitch, I think that's all the that US fans want really, isn't it leave everything out on the pitch show as you've said mm-hmm. um, one times on the pod, you know?
1: Yeah, at that we just need to match their Intensity, retreat, We say this all the time. We just need to match—not even match, but just, just do it ourselves. Just put the effort in. Really, like, I Listen, Brent, no, Brentford were very poor. We said at the start, Brentford were poor in the cup. But we, everyone was busy. Everyone was looking for the ball in that game. We, we just need to revert back to that. Where in the, the Newcastle game the other night, when when they went one all, nobody wanted the ball. It was like a hot potato being kicked around the place.
2: That's it. And it's, it's, it's easy hide, you know, you just kind of, you hang back and you let someone else kind of, kind of push out. And I, I, the Brentford game was the, the total reverse of it. You know, that they wanted it, they were hungry and they, they looked interested, you know, and that's what it's about. I think obviously home game, it's going to be a bit easier kind of as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's the minimum requirement is to, is to leave everything out there. I, th- I think there is possibilities, you know, you, you mentioned some of the players there that we have with, Alan van der Beek, I thought as well, Collie was really good and he came on just really composed and looking to, looking to punch forward all the time. And with those, those two that they, that they will have holding without Phillips in click and clock, whatever their names are, the two, the two, the two of them, there's an opportunity there, you know, to be able to kind of, to, if we can kind of dominate that area and and pressure those with, with the, with um say with, Richie and whoever and probably Deli Alley will be in behind with maybe Anthony Gordon if he goes 4-2-3-1 that there's there's good potential there for us you know they're there to be get out to to be got at, and they do they are open as well because you know they're going to come at you and when we have our we ha- our strength is in attack now given kind of what we how, how poor we are at the back I don't know our, just by default you know but we need to be clinical and we will get chances and we need to take them because it'll be, it'll probably be a real open game again judging how Leeds, Leeds play week on week, you know. So it's just about being energetic and being clinical when their chances come about and hopefully that we can have one more goal than them at the end of it.
1: Mm. I, I have to say, I've enjoyed the game since they come up because they've been, they've all been good games. Um, hoping tomorrow, like I said, I'm going over, I'm hoping tomorrow is going to be the same but it's, it's it's just getting down to most win games now all the time, Collie. And uh, I think, like Chris said loads of times, it's no point getting points against United and Chelsea and all these lads and Spurs and Arsenal. You need to start getting points against the teams around you. And like, if it hasn't started before, it has to start tomorrow.
0: Yeah, 100%, Joe. Uh, I was looking at the pictures actually for this weekend. Um, and if we could... Manage to get the three points tomorrow, and um, the likes of Newcastle and Norwich and Watford and, and Burnley—they all have higher place teams. And if you're going by the script, they should all lose at the weekend. And um, I know it's it's easy and it's hard to know what's going to happen, but if we could manage to to get the three points tomorrow, it gets us away from that that group, uh, brings us up a point behind Leeds with a game in hand. Renford is then back into the 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 twist the things, and I think Brentford could be in trouble, Joe. To be honest with you, and uh, that's just my own personal opinion. I, I think Brent are very poor. Um So yeah, tomorrow is a massive, massive day, uh, Joe. And, and we need to look. It. We said this in the Newcastle game. or already said it. It's not be all and end all that we win tomorrow. But we need to start picking up points, and we need to start as soon as possible. And um, we have some really, really tough fixtures ahead of us that. You just know that we're not going to win, so the sooner we get to—I know forty points is always the magic number. I think it'll be less this year. Um, Joe, to be honest, with I think your low 30s might might—you might just scrape it. Um, and look, you go back a couple of years, and, and when Moyes came in, and the end of we, we, we just—you know—scraped relegation, and the following year then we went on and had a great season. So you're kind of hoping history repeats itself. But tomorrow's a cup final for us, as such. Um, and I would plead with all supporters just and I know they will um, just to back the team 100% and if a ball goes astray or if a pass doesn't reach its final destination just you know encourage rather than discourage maybe Um, but massive 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 game but definitely in my mind we have the uh, the, the beatings of these and with, with our current injury crisis Joe I just of the players that went out in January particularly that young lad to uh, Tranmere and he played he got his debut last weekend and the manager fans were all raving about him how he was on the ball Joe Warrington is his name I'm just wondering if Lampard had come in earlier would he have sanctioned that loan move And he he was outstanding for the 23s and I understand getting him out to Tranmere on loan is more beneficial whereas he might have maybe only played a game or two for us but there would have been another body in there, you know. Um But look, who, who's to know? Who's to know? But tomorrow's game, Joe, is massive, massive game. And uh, I suppose I'm is of you going over because it could be just a special, special day, and good as a bar tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I think tomorrow. Uh, I know it's been flagged up on all social media, forums with flags and banners and stuff. But it's it's the atmosphere. It's not the flags. It's not the stars. Not the. It's the atmosphere. Rich that needs. To be like white hot, huh? really, those really does. Uh, we've, we've seen it a few times, but not enough, in my opinion. Like, Collie sit down when, when the ball is out, play or something you hear the mounts on the ground. But I think we just need to start backing this team. It's, it's not shit if they have been. You know what I mean? It's hard to get up. We, we had this conversation before. It's hard to get up when you're watching dross every week. But we just need to start being together the team, the fans, everybody. Yeah, and look, to be honest, being there last week,
2: I thought it was fantastic. You know, from start to finish, it was really good. And obviously it was, there wasn't as much pressure on the game and Brentford aren't a great side by any means, but I think everybody was there in support and I think it'll be similar tomorrow. You know, I think home games that you, obviously you have an awful lot more people. And I think if you look at what Newcastle fans did the other night as well, you know, and I think people will have seen that, you know, I thought that the, the, the atmosphere there was incredible, that it just even coming through the TV, it just seemed yeah. really, really intense. And it it made it hard for our players and that's what we need to do. And look, Goodison is known for it. So there's no reason, you know, it's not as if it has to be created. It's just a case of going and doing what we normally do and get behind, get behind the side. And, and from minute one, as you said, back him. Back him no matter what for the whole 90 minutes, shout and roar and just make it difficult for them. Don't allow them to settle you know, and that's kind of what it's about, because if you can peg them back a small bit and keep them kind of grounded, you know, because if we start getting on our players backs, it just, it helps them grow in confidence, you know, and that's something I suppose that's been, you, you hear kind of moans when, when things aren't going well and they haven't been going well. So I think it's time to to change it. But as you said, look, that there's lots of things being organized and stuff around it. And hopefully that'll, that'll change it. And even if we do concede earlier, whatever, that we can just, put it aside and get behind the side and, and carry on and hopefully carry us over the line
1: Yeah, uh, I think one of the uh, factors tomorrow the atmosphere Collie as you mentioned beforehand uh, there's been a reduction in the price of alcohol at the ground so <laughs> I it might help it might help the atmosphere even though I don't drink at the match at all so I don't know why just, just before that, we move on Joe um, yep. the batman,
0: would you risk him
1: as
0: centre back going forward
1: I, I don't think so, because um, you don't know. Because no, he played there
0: in Germany, um, and he, he when he was ball, there was mention that he'd actually end up being a centre back rather than a defensive midfielder. I was just wonder what your thoughts were on, on the chap.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't seen enough of him, to be honest. Literally, yeah, he, I think that he's similar to me. This he? chap has just made it porridge, and he just can't get enough runs out of him. So, uh, to want to risk him to play, is another thing, but to put him at centre half, and like we don't really know what he has to do or what he's mm. done in centre half. Uh, and then, if you're, again, if we're struggling at left back, yeah, you're messing around with two positions at the back where we just can't do that. We just yeah. haven't got the luxury, we just haven't got the luxury to do that at the moment. Um, Brantway, I think I would start him ahead of Hoagai, I really would. He, ju- he just seems more more assured on the ball. Uh, and now we're kind of judging him a little. but the match against Chelsea he was unbelievable, Chelsea away when we got the 1-0 draw, he was he was just unbelievable. so calm composed and that's what we need at the back if you, you think that be Michael Keane leading the back line, like you said earlier, Rich, he's just a conference player and his conference is just so low at the moment, so I would put Brantford in ahead of Hoagay I really would because um uh, it just seems so much short on the ball route. Um,
2: yeah, again, I I had kind of mixed thoughts on his performance the other night. Um just didn't think that he was up to the standards that we've seen with him before, but mm-hmm. I'd have no qualms with throwing him in and trying to get him a run of games. I think it's 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 what he needs in order to to grow into a, a regular Premier League player, you know, especially coming in if you come in between centre half and a two, center half and a three, left back. It's very hard for a a young lad. You know, where am I going to be playing? Or deal is kind of building up partnerships with someone beside you as well. But look, I think the chap is a big part of our future going forward. And I think Yuri Mina needs to be pulled on the bus and got out of the club as quick as possible. Mason Holger probably won't be far behind him. And if it was up to me, Michael Keane would probably be gone as well. So we need to start betting these guys in. You know, it's very hard to turn around and say we need to buy three centre halves in the summer. but. Personally, I think we do, um, and I think whether it's too much pressure on him to be saying that he's starting. But I, I, I think if he maybe starting him along, alongside Keen wouldn't be a bad option, where you have a bit of experience. I don't think Keen is the best, but I think he, at least he's been around a while, and he's not as he's capable of making serious errors. But for me, he's not as headless as Holgate. Holgate is just, you know, can go from the extreme of one end to the complete extreme at the other side, you know, in a, in a matter of seconds, as we've seen time, and not just based on, on, on Tuesday night as well, time and time again, you know, um, you take sending off earlier in the season, you know, so um, yeah, for me, Brantway, it has to be, start being played more and more. and be, and, and getting a regular run in the side. And hopefully when we get some guys back from injury as well, that he can continue to do so with a, maybe with Godfrey kind of, if we can, get safe to a point where you can say, right, let's start playing the two of these guys together and see if they can build a partnership and see what maybe maybe kind of building around that for the future as well.
1: I know you're a, an advocate of, of playing the kids and getting them in there early, Cully. Um would you would you slot on Yango in there with Alan? And have maybe find the beak in front of the two of them. Uh
0: yeah, yeah I would Joe um uh, he's a he's a big, big unit on Yango. Um as is Brett as well. I couldn't get over the size of him when I seen the training video there. But now I, I would Joe. Uh, I don't think Lampard will. I I think because if we bring in Onyango and have Van der Beek in front, are you then putting Ali on the bench? Ali on I, the I, bench? I, I, no,
1: again, Ali I thought was especially for the for the uh, second goal. Like he could just gave the ball away needlessly. And it was a simple ball into him And he kind of gave the ball away They broke Went across the other And I watched him Like a, a match a day Later on and When he lost but He just He oh, walked Yeah yeah. Like, yeah, he and, yeah And Fraser Kind of ran past him got in, Scored the goal So Not the way It's lack like, of match fitness uh, I hope it's that I hope it's not We, we don't have another Like That it was not arsed on the hands Another Moyes keen. Um, so I don't know where he would start, Ali. But I think Van der Beek definitely starts tomorrow, by the way. hundred percent, I, I, I think I, he's in I,
0: I, I, think he starts
1: in. Yeah, um, so I, I would, I would play on the angle instead of Ali. To be honest, well, uh, and we're was, just, Yeah, look, they were just crossing the straws. Now what they said we're yeah. we're kind of looking for things to happen, uh, kind of not planned, just just to kind of fall into place. Which is a kind of a dangerous thing as well, considering the situation we're in. But um, I, I fancy this on Yango, lad Richie. I mean he's like Collee said the size of I him mean, like something out of Harlem Globes He's huge. But he's yeah. not afraid. And he's and he's been in around the first team. He's got he's got game time. So he like he knows he he' he, he won't shy away from getting in there.
2: No, he won't, and I mean, I think that's part of his game is that he's a, uh, you know, he he gets involved and he's a tackler, but he's he's decent on the ball as well. I don't, I don't, I don't see him starting myself. I don't think he's going to throw him into the deep end in a game as important as tomorrow. Um, do you start Ali Is the other thing I, th- you know, and given Gomez was so poor, can Gomez play three games in a week as well? Probably not. So I just still don't think that he will go with on Yango as a starter. I think is an option maybe. I don't I don't know if Gabaman will play a whole pile more for us either this season just I don't know it's going to take something massive isn't it? You know whatever but I don't I certainly don't see him going in center half whatever about kind of playing bit parts coming off the bench but yeah I I I would probably go with Ali just on experience and you know, knowing knowing the league, kind of being a, being up to speed, and maybe that ability to create something out of nothing as well. I know he didn't look on that on that on that incident as well, but you would hope, kind of after that game, not just him but a, the whole group got their arse handed to him afterwards, and, and was and were let know that energy wasn't enough, interest wasn't enough, intensity wasn't enough, and that that has been washed out of him during the week. Um, so it won't it won't be accepted. So yeah, for me, I, I I wouldn't be throwing him in, but he's definitely an option to have and one that'd be utilized, let's say, between now and the end of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're gonna need all hands on deck to be honest now, because it's I, I repeat myself, we're definitely in the relegation. Anyone who thinks we're not needs to uh, get off the sauce. We are right smack bang in the middle of it now. Right, we get into uh prediction now. Chris is uh sent in he's gone for three one to lead. So uh, Anyway, upwards up that <laughs> uh, Rich, start with you um,
2: Yeah, I, I can't say I'm more of a confident but I'm still going to go for us to, to get a result I'm going to go 2-1 Everton um,
0: Do I go with my head and my heart? Uh, my head would say a Leeds win but I'm going to go with my heart Joe and I'm going to go for a 3-2 win for Everton and um, for us to, to pull away in the league tomorrow because I think the results will go in our favour. I think this could be a very, very important weekend for us and I think we'll we'll start pulling away.
2: Okay, so three, two. Sounds like a fantastic Saturday. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna go too <laughs> well. I'm gonna go too well. Like I said, the the games since they've come up, uh, they've been great games, really well matched. Um, should beat like Richie said, should be beat them up there. Dom had a shooting boot down with it with the uh one. Uh, we well, gonna go too well. I just I just think that there's a few things the main thing is our confidence is just so low um, I know we said that there's going to be flags and banners and the atmosphere and then it's going to be so I'm hoping the players rise to that and I'm totally wrong that we that we win the game but I just think with our confidence being so low and leads uh, I think to be honest a point would suit leads I don't mean to, obviously they want to win but I think they'd be happy with the point. so
2: yeah it just keeps that gap
1: yeah exactly yeah. so I'm going to go to you them and, and hopefully I'm totally totally wrong and we win 3-0 or something like that <laughs> okay boys uh, talk to you Sunday for survive and uh, enjoy back, your you know, job some, uh, well enjoy maybe not the wrong walk but I'm looking forward to it put that way um, and, and like I said I hope that I hope the atmosphere is like white hot and we just and we keep it up for the whole whole 90 minutes because uh, I think players need us and we need them as well I think like like similar to the Bramper game you said, Rich. Both fans and players kinda of fed off each other. So I think we're gonna need that uh, in space now tomorrow against Leeds and they just work so hard. So we're gonna to have to match that from the first whistle.
2: Yeah, it was typical. I missed that podcast to uh, actually have some <laughs> something something good to chat about
1: last week. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys, listen, thanks very much. Talk to you next week. Take care, hey, boys. Take care.
2: Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're interested in joining the Irish Toffee Supporters Club, just send an email to memberships at irish-toffees.com or visit our website www.irish-toffees.com. Up the toffees.